this is <clears throat> this is a short guided meditation on loving kindness the fruits of the practice that is peace, wisdom, and love do not come upon us because of some unexpected good fortune, but they come out of long years of inner work, long years of practice. And uh, inner work means a growing affection for the work itself, a growing valuing of the practice. At the beginning, it is usually hard work. But then, from a certain point onwards, we really don't know whether it's hard work or not, because basically, we don't care anymore about this issue, about this thing, <coughs> because we love the practice, because we love the inner work. because it's become organic. Because it's become important. So, hard or easy, it's important for our lives. It's a central part in our lives. and it nourishes us. And as the time goes by, it tends to generate the work, the practice, tends to generate an inner warmth, which seems to be quite independent from outside, from the outside. Maybe we undergo great losses we uh, 
we lose some person who is very dear to us. <coughs> and yet that, that flame keeps burning within the suffering, within the distress. That inner warmth keeps going. And actually, 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 the inner growth facilitates the taking and the giving of affection and love, and makes it easier and makes it wiser. Easier. to give love and easier to receive, the openness to receive it, oh, which is not less difficult than giving it. Open to give it, open to receive it. And obviously, we come to cherish and value the practice more and more as a precious jewel which has been given to us and uh, we more and more want to protect and share. The great problem, the great source of stress, the great difficulty in accessing the inner warmth is our deeply ingrained habit to divide, to separate, to set one thing against the other. Constantly setting likes against dislikes, things we like, things we don't like, Part of ourselves we like, part of ourselves we don't like, people we like, people we don't like. Things as they are, things as they should be. Things as they are, things as they were things as they are and things as they will be. It's a constant conflict, division, fragmentation, 
is a big dukkha, a big suffering, which is being constantly generated by this very deep habit, so deep that we think it natural, we think it to be natural. But it's not natural, it's mechanic, it's mechanical. constantly contrasting situations and things, constantly opposing. Constant suffering because of this. And the practice, the important and difficult part of the practice, is making us more and more familiar with this central, crucial habit. Uh, Making us more and more familiar with our dualistic way of life and the suffering that it generates. Dualism and suffering. Becoming more and more acquainted with this fact, with the fact that we, when, when we think, we divide. When we speak, we divide. When we act, we divide. And we suffer, and we generate suffering for others. And we miss the inner warmth we miss the fundamental respect we were talking about the other night. We are blind. We are blind to this great truth. Or maybe we we don't want to see it. But our friend, the practice, is relentless in showing it to us a bit more and a bit more, a bit more. Penetrate into the dualistic habit, which means penetrating into attachment and aversion and confusion. And the constant 
multifaceted, multicolored suffering which, the, which it generates. What, what great relief those moments when we see, maybe for just a second, this truth that we are causing all the suffering we are complaining about. What a great relief when we see that and when we somehow intuit that we can work at that. We can work with that. We can help ourselves out of it. Those are moments full of grace. And the practice which is faithful gives us those moments sooner or later. And nourishes an aspiration, an urgency to dismantle dualism, conflict, suffering. and go into respect, warmth, acceptance. The practice of metta, of loving kindness, is a big help for us to go into this direction. The direction of inner warmth and fundamental respect. with the balance and the strength and the training that we have been building up over the past nine days, we can say now with some more firmness, may all beings be happy, free of suffering, liberated, We can send this fundamental wish from a place of more stability and clarity inside. We see that this wish, this aspiration is always there, 
So saying these three very simple phrases only manifests that basic wish, that fundamental wish. They just, the phrases help to bring the wish to the surface. We now visualize a few people, or maybe one or two or three people, who are especially dear to us, who are especially present in our hearts. May you be happy. May you be free of suffering. May you, may you be liberated. May you go beyond dualism. be blessed by respect and warmth. And may I be able to expand this feeling to you and for you more and more beyond conflict. Do not hesitate to repeat the wish with all the accumulated inner strength of these days. May you be happy, free of suffering, liberated. then visualize ourselves
we've been in contact with our body and our mind in a special way in the last several days. We've got in touch with our wounds a little bit more with our judgments against ourselves. And we now can reflect on the fact that we need loving kindness. We need loving kindness from ourselves. instead of self-contempt. We need to heal ourselves by ourselves. So with the same firmness and determination which we've used with our dear ones, we say, now may I be happy free of suffering, liberated. May I become more and more able to take care of myself. to be loving and wise with myself. To develop a great acceptance and respect for myself. May I learn to stop the incessant division and separation in my mind, in my speech, in my actions. May I gradually melt into universal respect. and go beyond dualism. May I be receptive to the support which comes to the, from the Sangha and by taking care of myself may I support the Sangha in turn. And we can now visualize one or one person on, or more, more than one person 
we have or we've had some difficulty with maybe great difficulty with and we begin trying to accept the painful feeling which might have arisen and we may reflect on the fact that this relationship or these relationships shows us very well the divisive habit and its results and its effects. So it is painful, but it is an important opportunity for practice. And whether we are open or not, here too we say, may you be happy. May you be free of suffering. May you be liberated. There is one level, which is not the ego level, where there are only human beings, there are only living beings. So from a human being to another human being, I say, may you be happy, free of suffering, liberated. And may I develop respect beyond the conflict and beyond the pain. And we can think now of all our friends here we have been meditating with over the last nine days. Just holding hands, so to speak, and supporting each other in silence. A support which is much stronger than maybe than we realize. May you be happy. May all of you be happy, free of suffering, liberated.
with great gratitude. for working together at a difficult and extremely beautiful task. The sacred task. We beholding each other inadvertently helping each other in many ways. May this feeling of meaningful togetherness spill over into our everyday life. May we see fellow meditators in everyone, no matter how far and distant that person seems to be from our interests. And we can think of this place and the people who run it and all the creatures who live here, around here, and send loving kindness. May you be happy, free of suffering, liberated. And we may think now of people whose health is not good enough and send much loving kindness to them. Much loving kindness to them. total wholehearted let all our metta all our loving kindness feel that suffering the physical suffering, the feeling of loneliness, may you be happy.
free from suffering, liberated. May all living beings in all the quarters of the universe be happy, free of suffering, liberated. I just would like to add briefly a um, few instructions for metta meditation because a few people asked about this. You heard the three phrases. There are more complicated way of doing it, but um, I think this is a good one. Of course, you can um, substitute the um, three phrases may all beings be happy, free of suffering, liberated, with different phrases which uh, are more to your taste. Um, so you uh, repeat mentally these phrases, and you can do it either when you sit or when you are in action. The idea is, for instance, you can spend the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes of a sitting uh, doing metta meditation or the last part of a sitting. Many people do this. Um, the idea is to go back to those phrases and repeat them slowly and attentively. So whenever the mind gets distracted, you go back to those phrases exactly uh, as we go back to the breath. Um, sometimes those phrases um, trigger a feeling of loving-kindness. At other times, they don't. Now, the point is not um, trying to generate the feeling. Uh, if it comes, uh, good. Uh, if it doesn't come, good. The idea is the intent, the intention. 
the uh, generating of thoughts which are uh, very uh, constructive, which are um, in a direction of total positiveness. So I'm saying this because sometimes people think, no, it's not working because I'm not feeling metta. No, no that's not the idea. Um, many uh, occasions, many situations uh, during our everyday life are very favorable for the practice of metta, like when riding a bus or when uh, uh, doing manual uh, works in, 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 at home, or when driving, when listening to someone. We can, um, I do it, very um, fruitfully uh, join the breath with, with metta. Like uh, you, you, you take a few conscious breaths and meanwhile you, you say uh, the phrases. Um, you can get creative and um, for instance people who do paperwork can benefit from the word metta written somewhere so that when you get distracted you see the word metta. Um, something which is helpful um, is a um, little mala like this and uh, you can use each grain and you say a phrase uh, mentally and uh, that's another help. Um, it is not that metta and vipassana are two radically different practices, they complement each other very well because in order to see and understand we have to open up and, and soften which is exactly uh, the aim of, of metta practice. Any questions? There are many versions, so we can alternate. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe we can sit, uh, can come closer and uh, talk a little bit after that much silence. Hmm? You'll be right there. 